with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Hello. Matt DeBurs. What up, fam? It smells in here just a little bit like hockey. And I love this. I, I don't love the smell of stinky hockey equipment, but I love the smell of hockey. Matt, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, there's some, there's something about the crisp air inside of a rink. Yeah. Old wood, old boards. Yeah. It's just like the smell of coffee and Rancid fries. leather. Rancid leather. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> Jack, for the very first time ever, and you'll hear it on the podcast, actually smelt hockey equipment, but then you realized you had smelt it before. So. It- Yes, it was. I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> yes, you did it on the podcast. We're not cutting that out. <laughs> no, Finally. I'm still trying to get that smell out. <laughs> like my body is just that, rejecting that was the it. Problem. Yes, it did smell familiar. I hadn't realized that I had kind of smelt it because it's literally soaked into the boards of these old hockey rinks. Yeah, it's funny because we asked about what's that smell that just gets you, like unconventional smell that just gets you. We never thought about how gross a lot of the calls would be. You know, mm. people. There was a bunch of stuff we couldn't air. Bad decision because it's. <laughs> Just like yeah, the doggy last, anal glands. The last thing you want, yeah, the last thing you want is hear that, you know, as you're driving into work in the morning, and yeah. which you're hearing now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, you can fast forward the podcast. Yeah, that's... but don't delete it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the stinkiest you've ever been? Do you remember a time when you like actually like, wow, I smell bad? Oh yeah, last night. Oh. Yeah. Recent. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I exercise, I stink. I don't think like I'm like my sweat doesn't stink. I don't think. Oh, you're one of those guys. You don't I'm think, sure, you Matt. Don't think, <laughs> what you... else of yours doesn't stink? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that stinks. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. Mainly cloudy today with a chance of flurries in the afternoon. Minus 8 for the high, although with a wind chill, it's going to feel like minus 15. Well, last night, the Oilers got two goals, each from Zach Cassian and... Lucic walks in, shoots, scores! Squeezed at five hole on Lita Solmark and Lucic, who prior to tonight had not scored on home ice since March the 5th, has two. And Edmonton's rolling Buffalo. Oh, yeah, they beat the Sabres 7-2 to two there in Vancouver Wednesday night. Well, he has a best-selling book on Amazon and 335 pounds to prove it. Tony Busey was evacuated due to the 2016 Fort McMurray wildfires. He was put at the front of the line for a flight out because of his size, but no one was able to sit next to him on the bus or the plane um, that evacuated the employees because of his size, and he required two seats. Well, that's what motivated him to lose the weight. Since that day... He has lost over 300 pounds. Now, he's written a book about his journey, and we're we're going to be talking to him at 6.30 this morning. And time flies, no pun intended. Did you guys know it was 10 years ago this week that the miracle on the Hudson happened? Since Mm. then, the movie Sully has come out about it. Now, if you haven't heard about it, it's that U.S. Airways flight that made an emergency landing on New York's Hudson River because of a flock of geese. All 155 passengers and crew, including a nine-month-old baby, were okay. I saw the movie. I liked the movie. I it was a great too. movie. I did not know that was 10 years ago. Man, time flies. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and here's one for a laugh this morning. The Clemson Tigers visited the White House after winning the U.S. College Football Championship. And because of the government shutdown, well, the White House chefs were absent. So, in an interesting choice, Donald Trump personally paid and provided a feast of McDonald's for the pro athletes. He said, we have pizzas, we have 300 hamburgers, many, many French fries, and all of our favorite foods. He told reporters that the White House workers still on the job lit candles and served the McDonald's. 
There you go. The pitchers are what's hilarious. Yeah, they called it the House of Carbs. Yep. You've got Abraham Lincoln yeah. in a portrait that was drawn hundreds of or a hundred years ago. Yeah. And then looking upon this feast of McDonald's. It actually mm. looks delicious. It yeah. does, really. Yeah. Like, I would <laughs> go to town. Uh-huh. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know this morning. Awesome. All right, it's time to win. Jim Gaffigan is coming to Roger's place on Friday night, so you don't have to wait very long if you're the first person to answer the question this morning. This is a fun one. In a recent bucket list survey, 17% of people say they regret not learning how to do this. Hmm. I don't know. I have an idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm scared that you might (laughs) bolt it out. Do I get it? Do you have another one? Yeah. I won't guess. I could find another one, but I don't know. They regret doing this. Hmm. Swimming? No. Traveling? Traveling more? Traveling? No. Okay. No. I'm gonna stop trying to get it. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> regret not learning how to do this, so you don't have to oh, learn right. how to travel. So <laughs> some do. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. All right, it's not either of those. What okay. a relief. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. What do you think? Seventeen percent of people regret not learning to do on their bucket list. It's the too early for a question. Question because it's too early for a question, but we still ask it. Yeah, we're trying, and we hopefully will get a winner. Uh, the question this morning: Seventeen uh, percent of people in a bucket list survey say they regret not learning how to do this. What is this? Hello there. Hi. Is it play piano? Oh, it's not play piano. Tickling the ivory. But is that something you can do? <laughs> uh, a long time ago. A long time ago, yeah. I think <laughs> most of us like could play a long time. Well, not most of us, but uh, yeah. Can you play that song that goes dun, 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 da, 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 yeah, da, da. Chopsticks. Chopsticks, That's exactly. Right. Yeah, she could do it. Uh, you know what? It's not playing piano, but you're very close. Okay, uh, thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, Paul, 17% of us uh, well wish we would have learned how to do this. What is it? Play an instrument. Okay, can you get specific? Guitar. Amazing. You know it. I thought oh, we were gonna baby. have to. I thought we were gonna have to give hints and everything. This is crazy. Oh, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the guitar. Take an air guitar solo. Uh, now, is this a regret oh. you have, or do you know how to play? No, I play it. I play it. Oh. I'm glad I learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chicks love guitar players. They do. They do. Especially when you can play "Mary Had a Little Lamb" perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I just caught the tail end. It was coming out of Seven Eleven. What did, what did I what did I win? Well, you know what you know what chicks <laughs> dig more than guys that can play Mary Had a Little Lamb on guitar. Chicks dig guys that can make them laugh, and Jim Gaffigan can make you laugh. One of the funniest guys on the planet. And you're going on Friday night to Rogers Place. Oh, that's awesome, guys! Thanks a lot. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, yeah, we found out thanks to the too early for a question. Question: Seventeen percent of us we, we wish we would have learned how to play the guitar. On our bucket list, uh, thank you for all of your guesses. Uh, just, you know, what is the regrets? What is people's regrets? That one thing you look back and you go, oh, man, I wish I would have uh, learned how to do that. Do you guys have anything? I got one. Big yeah. one. Second language. Yeah. It's easier when you're a kid. Yeah. Parlez-vous yeah. français? Yeah. No. yeah no i i agree with you i think that that would have been a good thing to do for sure but yeah it didn't happen in thorsby when i was growing up oh i wish i learned how to learn better yeah (laughs) (laughs) like study i wouldn't be here Uh, i'd be like a doctor or something cool i'm gonna just speak on behalf of everybody in the world i'm glad you're here not a doctor like that would fair enough. Yeah. And I'm yeah. glad I'm here too. It all kind of worked out good. But a guitar is a great one, yeah. man. If you could play guitar, yeah. think about the chicks you could get. Yeah, you could still learn. 
Yeah. No, I'm way past my prime. My my <laughs> fingers are old and brittle. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine or text us at one zero three nine three nine. What is that uh, one thing that you wished you'd done, or maybe you're still planning on doing, as far as a bucket list goes? Something uh, that we're not even thinking about. What do you wish you would learn how to do? Tie a tie. Oh, you can do that good pretty one. easy. YouTube, yeah. five uh, minutes, boom, done. It's that simple. Scratch it off. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Anyway, uh, we'd love to hear from you this morning. Uh, still to come this hour, you're maybe somebody who thinks, uh, you know, weight loss is something you'd like to do, but uh, you, it's impossible to do. A man that uh, maybe will teach you in his own way. An incredible story is coming up in about 15 minutes. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we found out that 17% of people uh, wish they would learn to play the guitar as far as their bucket list goes. And we said, oh, it's for the chicks. We're getting a lot of texts from people saying, chicks? What chicks? I play the guitar. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what are you talking about? Haven't seen it yet. This guy says, Matt, I play guitar, still can't get women. Us dorky guys, don't get our hopes up. Mm. Mm. Well, dare to dream. The All didgeridoo right. certainly isn't doing it, and that's what I play. <laughs> Our friendly neighborhood EMT has a thought about what he wishes he would have done different. I would have to say the biggest thing I regret is paying more attention in school and putting my nose to the grindstone. But like most teenagers, they're like, I don't need that. Shit. I don't need calculus. I don't need this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Boy, yeah. We're, we're, we're so sadly mistaken. We think we know what we're doing, and it's like going to a graduation commencement speech speech and listening to the kids think think they've got everything figured out and you sit back and have a giggle. You do wonder what would have happened if we would have actually studied, studied in school, although Jack worked pretty hard in school. And look where I ended up. Yeah, exactly. Same <laughs> as us. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what? You guys bring smiles and laughter to yeah. tons of people. That yeah. is like, you've got to be super rewarding. So. Yeah. It's That's it's awesome. it's actually no, I, I gotta just do a quick correction. It's not tons of people. It's ton of people. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, you want to be inspired? Uh, you can do anything in your life. It really is possible. We've got a man standing by that's going to tell us an incredible story. We'll get to that. But we found out, thanks to the uh, too early for a question question, 17% of people say they wish they would have learned to play guitar as far as their bucket list goes. So we're kind of asking what you wish you would have done. We got this text from Richard in Spruce Grove. He says, the one thing I've wanted to do ever since I was a kid was to be a truck driver. Hmm. I'm still a kid at heart when I get to ride in them, which is not very often. And even when I decide to make a trip to stop Peterbilt and look around. As a kid, I got to go on a few rig moves, and when I couldn't go on rides, I would spend hours pretending that I was driving them and listening to old truck driving cassettes while cleaning the inside. Little red soul vine. That's adorable. Teddy bear. Good one. Just to get Convoy. you all motivated. Exactly. And it's possible. It really is possible. My, my dad was a truck driver for many, many years. And then some of his older brothers decided to be truckers as they got older. I think my uncle, really? my uncle Ewald might have got his uh, class one license when he was 71 or 72 years Holy old. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really? Honestly. Richard. You got your class one, fun yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah. When I was 18. When you were 71. <laughs> <laughs> but still, yeah. So there you go. You, you know what? Don't stop dreaming. And Become a truck driver before Do it. there's no such thing as truck drivers because everything will be automated, but don't get me on that. Yeah, Chris is very um, uh, sad about that. <laughs> I am sad. All right. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Tony Busey uh, joins us right now. This is an incredible story. Something good that, that came from something so bad, which was, the, of course, the wildfire up in Fort McMurray. And you made headlines uh, shortly after that, Tony, because uh, basically what happened, well, it all started when you got evacuated, right? So we got on the bus, and that's where it all started. Because when I got on the bus, and I got, I was taken up basically half of the next seat, and you look out and you see all of these people, 
just waiting to get evacuated. And I kept thinking because of my, I mean, I was almost 600 pounds at the time. Because of that, I was preventing somebody from leaving. And the same with the plane. That was a start for me of uh, my weight loss right then and there. All right. So 600 pounds, you said, at that point in your life. 567 pounds is my biggest. How did you start? I mean, what? obviously you were motivated, but what was your first step in this weight loss? Well, it was literally a first step. It was just... It was very hard and very painful for me to walk. I couldn't even wear socks at the time. So I just started walking, but it was just like three, four minutes. I would walk till I'd get out of breath or I'd walk. But, but uh, in a combination with that, I changed my uh, diet drastically. I haven't touched, it's been two and a half years now since I've touched any type of junk food. I cut out all pop. I cut out all processed sugar. I cut out eating late at night. And I just started eating healthy. I eat a lot of meat. A lot of uh, vegetables, a lot of fruit, things like that. Like even this morning, like I'm having, um, I used to have a triple-triple, like three sugar, three cream in my coffee. Now I drink black. So I started doing that. And as my diet changed and the combination with the walking, the weight started to come off. So every day I would push myself a little further for walking. And uh, that's and eventually I was walking like a half hour, an hour the weight was coming off more. I had 30 pounds gone uh, by uh, June, and by I had 100 pounds gone by September. <laughs> so with that happening, the walking got easier, and then I could walk further. And as I could walk further, the weight would start to come off faster. Sure. Yeah, sure. like a snowball effect. How old are you? I'm uh, 44 right now. Okay. I was 41 when I started. Well, and that's and that's the biggest thing because people will sometimes say, "Well, I'm too old to start." This. Exactly. Well, I'm like, "Well, no, you're not. I was 41." They'll say, "Well, I'm too big." Well, no, you're not. I was almost 600 pounds. Yeah. And I just did this naturally. I still haven't to this day haven't joined a gym. I would like to, uh, yeah. but I have to get a lot of skin taken off, and and right. uh, right. I think I'm going to wait till after that, and then start the next phase right yeah wow it's amazing it really is i mean that's the that's the thing for people that when you when you're almost you get to the point where you just don't you can't even exercise because you just don't feel like it's possible uh tony you're a man that's actually living proof of that how many pounds have you lost i have lost uh 335 pounds wow. the people around you and your family what have they uh how have they reacted to your weight loss oh they're they're just so happy so proud my mom is uh, i think she's more relieved you sure uh, uh, than anything i mean my friends are very happy to this day i'll see people like say i haven't seen in a while and they'll walk by me and then they'll give me like the look like you know they think you look familiar but they're not sure they can't really recognize you <laughs> right you're literally and then i'll go yeah. up and and then they're right happy you're literally less than half the man you mm -hmm. once were right uh, oh yes yes yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a. I lost the bears, way I call it. Wow. <laughs> well, you're an incredible. Uh, just you're you're just a, somebody that we should all uh, you know just absolutely look up to, and, and we do. The book is called Through Thick and Thin. It's available now, and it's a bestseller, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's the yes, yes. It's uh, it's it's doing uh, really well. I wrote the book there. Uh, friend of mine, Mark Griffin, we wrote it together, and I just wanted to get into detail about what it was like to be almost 600 pounds so people can kind of understand what you know big people go through and how hard life uh, can be to make it as real but also to make people realize that with all of that there's still hope that you can still lose the weight so if somebody's reading this book that is struggling the same way i did with obesity they can say holy because he went through everything that i'm going through now and he still lost the weight so maybe there's hope for me sure
Sure. Well, yeah. it's available now, and you know what? There is there is hope, and that's that's incredible. You just, um, yeah, you just you just do it like you say, one day at a time, one pound at a time, right? That's it. That's it. And before you know it, you've gone six months and you've lost a hundred pounds, and yeah. your life is, uh, is has become a dream. And Tony, thank you for taking so many selfies, so we can really see how the weight oh. fell off you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a selfie king there. Hey, but yeah. there was a time in your life when you you wouldn't let people probably take pictures of you and look at you now. No, right? No, the only picture I got taken was photo radar. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, whether you're like a couple of us in this room and you're trying to lose a little bit of weight after the holidays, or you just are trying to just do something that you never thought was possible. Tony Busey has got, is that, that's his name, right? Yeah, you got it. Sounds like a famous actor for some reason. Is Gary there, Busey. That's, that's it. Why. Okay. <laughs> He's nothing like Gary Busey. No. That's no. The, the even crazier guy on The Apprentice, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, how inspiring is that? Like, seriously. Good on him, man. Like, and he's, he's so humble. Like, yeah. he's like, I just started walking. Yeah. It, it's, it's amazing. Oh, man, it's so true. And it's, it's such a, it's a different example, but uh, many, many years ago when I was, you know, I, I, I started to walk and uh, same kind of thing, kind of. I mean, I just went a block a day and I'd come back. The next day I'd get two blocks, I'd run, and then I'd come back uh, three blocks. And it's every day I would add a little bit to it. And it's unbelievable what your body will do if you just kind of push it just a little bit, right? Always yeah. consult a physician first. <laughs> it's always smart. <laughs> just text us. We'll tell you if you're good to go. Yeah. yeah but anyway, in, amazing. His book is called Through Thick and Thin, and uh, no wonder it's a bestseller. It's inspirational, and we probably all can learn something from it for sure. But I love my triple triples. I know you do. Give sure. it up, Matt. Okay. <laughs> and you won't miss it. No. Probably not. Just keep telling yourself that. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, kind of a pretty big story from a pop culture uh, overnight or in the last day or so was the fact that Chris Pratt, who uh, you know has become this actual movie superstar, he kind of started in Parks and Rec and some other kind of minor roles. Guy. But yeah, but he's become an, an absolute superstar. He asked for uh, for Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter's hand in marriage. Catherine right? Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Like that. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but the fun fact was that he actually da- asked Arnie for yeah, like he did the yeah. Which would have been so intimidating, I yeah. think, to yeah. ask Arnie for, like, uh, can I marry your daughter? The Terminator. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I wonder what it sounded like. Okay. Good. <laughs> he probably didn't punch Chris Pratt. Uh, probably. I think Arnie's a really nice guy. I think so, too. I think so, too. Now, we were talking about this off air, and I think we've mentioned this before on the air, but uh, both Matt, you asked, right? You asked Sam's parent. But uh, I did parents? it in true millennial fashion, like five minutes before. I was like, <laughs> hey, fam. Is it cool if I ask your daughter to marry you? Uh, and they said yes. Did you say it exactly like that? <laughs> no. Probably. Okay. And, and and Bobby asked your dad, right? Yeah, he actually asked my dad and my stepdad. Yeah. He went like both routes. Out of boy, Bob. Yeah, yeah exactly. But and I, I'm not trying to say that. I don't know. It would have been intimidating to do it. But I mean, I was I was young at the time. But uh, but I don't think people back when we did it. We've been married now for 26 years. I swear, I don't recall anybody doing it back then. Like I don't think my you brother. You didn't do it. No, we. I didn't do it. My brother-in-laws didn't do it. I, I don't know one of my friends that asked for the the dad's permission. I I don't know. I think maybe it it was a big thing, and then maybe it went away for a while. But now it seems to be a big thing again. I don't know. What happens if you ask and Dad says no? I wonder. It's not going to stop you, really, is it? Hmm. What would if Bo- what? Okay, Bobby asked your stepdad and your dad, and yeah. they said no. What would happen? 
I don't actually know if he would have. Both dads are pretty intimidating. <laughs> so I think so he would have been like, listened to him? He might have. Okay. Just, there goes Bob. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would have asked them in a little bit again. <laughs> All right. What about you? Okay. Have you done it recently? Have, you know, it, is it something that you've done? Or maybe as, as Matt says, maybe there's somebody that uh, the dad said, no, then what? Hmm. <laughs> I do. You, I, I don't know if you ask if you have a, even a, an inkling that they're going to say no. I don't know if you. Yeah, ask maybe you just point, don't right? ask then. Yeah, ask for forgiveness, yeah. not permission. <laughs> like, can you <laughs> yeah. imagine a guy that just thinks he's totally going to be fine, and then the oh, dad geez. says, no. "Got that smile on his face, the glow he's all ready," and then nope. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Or text us at one zero three nine three nine. Tell us you're asking dad for permission stories. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Arnold Schwarzenegger actually got asked by Chris Pratt, the famous actor, if he could uh, marry his daughter. We're wondering about those stories in your world. Oh, gosh. This text came in. I asked for my now fiance's hand from her mom and dad. It was definitely intimidating, and he definitely tried to intimidate me more. Hmm. I left the house, and I checked my heart rate, which was at about 157, (laughs) and I thought I was having a heart attack. I called my fiance's best friend and said... It's done. (laughs) For my fiance, her dad's permission was necessary to say yes. I asked him three days before I proposed. It's like Usain Bolt running the 100 meter. (laughs) I just like, it's done. Yeah. He he peed his pants, but it was worth it. (laughs) You can always buy more pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's all worth it. All right. We got another great story coming up to inspire you for Mike in moments. But right now, it's Brad Paisley, and I'm going to miss her because he likes to fish more. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking this morning about uh, Chris Pratt asking Arnold Schwarzenegger for his daughter's hand in marriage. We've got a Twitter poll going on right now. Did you ask or did you not ask? What's it looking like so far, Matt? Uh, I'm just refreshing it. Right now, we have about 20 votes. (laughs) Yeah. It's 56% no. Okay. Wow. 44% yes. All right. So we're looking for those stories in your world. We did get this text. 26 years ago, I was a dairy farmer's daughter, and my now husband was also a dairy farmer. Mm. When he asked my dad, his first response he got was, well, how many good quality milk cows are you willing to trade for her? <laughs> and well, that left my husband stunned, and then my father said, yes, no problem. You can ask her, but no returns or exchanges. <laughs> A dowry, that's called. <laughs> All right. What about you, Mike? Uh, I've been with my wife for you know, 41 years. So at 16 years old, I stood across the kitchen table for my father-in-law now and asked him to marry his daughter. Wow. That must and have been 16, yeah. And he's looking at me. He goes, well, no, not right now, but sure. And two years later, we were married. And we've married ever since. So, yeah. I, the thing is, my confidence, I wasn't nervous. My confidence was uh, the love for her. You know, so it was just, yeah. So, so he said, not right now, but at some point. He, he delayed it a bit. Yeah, well, we were 16 yeah. in high school, right? <laughs> but, I mean, I was serious, and he knew I was serious. I mean, he, he, we, there was total respect on both sides. It was pretty cool, actually. But, yeah, wow. and we were married two years later, and we had it together ever since. That's incredible. I'm I, just imagining him going to his wife after, so what happened at the table? Oh, he just asked if he could marry our daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got the same response when I wanted to go rent a video game. Not right now, but maybe later. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Minor Hockey Week continues uh, in Edmonton, in the Edmonton region, of course. And so yesterday we thought we would search for Edmonton's smelliest hockey bag. Uh, <laughs> Jack has never smelled stinky hockey equipment before. We, we feel like this, you're not, you know... You almost have to hand in your Canadian citizenship card if you haven't smelled stinky hockey equipment. So I've been avoiding it my whole life. That is going to change after <laughs> eight o'clock because we've got some folks coming in that say they got stinky hockey equipment that hasn't been opened or aired out for oh. like a long, long time. You're in for it. Somebody yeah. said they were traveling to the station and they were embarrassed. It, tr- it smelled so bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
It's embarrassing. Oh, Am yeah. I going to puke? Uh, you might. <laughs> Don't write it off. Here's our question this morning. Other than stinky hockey equipment, which is one of the worst smells on the planet, what is the, besides the obvious, like the obvious, the sewer is obvious, but what is that other Diapers. thing that just, the stink that just, you, you can't stand? Text us at 103939 or call us at 780-421-1039. It has to be, without a doubt, burning mm. plastic. Mm. Eggs. Yeah. One and the same. <laughs> Eggs are delicious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jack still hates my guts from that one time I brought in egg. I can't smell. I can't stand the smell of fish. Like, oh yeah, it's a bad one too. Just fish. Love fish. All right. What about you? What's that smell you can't stand? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But what is that gross smell in your world? The one that just gets you. Oh, this person says moldy, wet dishcloths. Mm, or when just, your towels at the lake go sour, it's bad. So gross. Mm. Another person says stinky feet. This text says the olive bar at Superstore. <laughs> Olives are delicious. Why do you like all of these like yucky things? I don't like. I, I like all. <laughs> uh, you're the weird one for not liking. Britt Brit just gave us a call. She works at a vet clinic, and she started talking about smells. And I'm like, yeah, holy cow! I never even thought about that kind of stuff. Lots like, of people saying the the anal glands of the animals. Yeah, are pretty bad. yeah. That's why I always let Lacey yeah. do it naturally on the ground. Like she'd go <laughs> outside on the pavement. She'd usually get the them scoot to, scoot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, gross smells. Text us at one zero three nine three nine or call us seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Steph standing by with a really good one you like this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast uh, talking about smells because we've got again the stinky hockey bag i don't know are they all hockey bags there might be some other bags coming. i think there's one soccer bag yeah there's coming. a soccer bag in there okay they're coming in switching again. it up yeah we'll, we'll see how how it all goes that'll be just after after <laughs> seven o'clock or eight o'clock it looks like amy said some of our contestants are arriving now so the reason why we're doing is the pog uh, thepogstore.com, you can get these actual these ozonators that you put in your pocky mm. bags and your soccer bags and even in the corner in, in a room in your house and it'll just uh, get all those stenches out. And what is that stench that drives you crazy? Oh, lots of texts coming in. This one at 103939, sour cream is the worst smell I gag every time. Mm. It is gross. Another person said decomposing meat. Yes. And this one's an interesting one. The absolute worst smell is the school boot room in spring. Uh, a mixture of mold, mud, and decay. It's enough to make you gag as you walk in. It smells like the swamp. Yeah. And the sticky fingers of the children. Just are kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Steph, what uh, smell you can't you take? I can't do it. And the worst part is, is when somebody has it, I can't control my facial expression. Oh. oh. I, I don't know what's wrong with my nose. I can't smell B.O. Really? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Really? My Oh, my God. My son, we were driving back from Calgary one weekend, and my son, I'm like, what does that smell? And he's like, oh, it's me. I forgot my deodorant all weekend. I'm like, are you, what, what? <laughs> so then he took his shirt off, and he started waving his arms around, and the whole car, it was just, I'm gagging. There's video. It's it's horrific. What? It, it's just the worst. I can't. Why did you hit the ditch, ma'am? Because my son started to do the bird <laughs> dance. All right, Julie, what's that smell you just can't handle? Burn. Microwavable buttered popcorn. Oh, I've heard that's bad. Oh, it's nasty. We used to have somebody that would at the radio station that would do that, and they'd always put it on for like forty-five seconds too long, and it just reeked the whole place up, right? Yes, and it doesn't go away. It doesn't. 
No. Just because I did that once, Chris, doesn't mean you can call me out for it. I enjoy burnt popcorn with my egg salad sandwiches. <laughs> and, and your herring. <laughs> Pickled. And my Vienna sausages. <laughs> can Matt come work with you? <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, thank goodness for hockey bags. Oh. Uh, we've got a minor hockey week. We've got some stinky bags in here. Amy is just, she's got this really disgusted look on her Come face. Come here, Amy. She does. Why? How bad are the bags out front? Can you smell them? Not too bad yet. Okay. All right. Well, they're standing by. We'll get to that coming up in moments. It'll be a lot of fun on Facebook Live. And again, we're talking about the thing that you just can't stand the smell of. Oh, uh, rotting potatoes. Oh. Oh, there has been a couple texts about that. To the point yeah, where they're no. super liquidy? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Those yeah. are the words. Yeah. You pick them out. If you pick yeah, them up. Yeah. No, and... I go get my daughter to do that. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the little trees are sprouting out of most of them. The ones at the bottom yeah, are liquid. Yeah. No, they're usually, usually a little soggy and they're beyond that point. Yeah. You <laughs> pick, up, you pick up the potato from the potato bin and it feels like a breast implant. Yeah. Silicone? <laughs> <laughs> that's not a russet. Right. That, that's, a weird, oh, wow. that's a real weird comparison. That is very How weird. many fake breasts have you felt, Chris? I found more potatoes. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And uh, it, you ask most hockey moms, they'll tell you there's one thing that annoys them more than early morning practices, and that's just the smell, the stench of the equipment. And this is something Jack has never smelt in her life. No. And uh, to be a Canadian girl of her age, I was of her. <laughs> Can you just say of my stature? Stature, yeah, that's better. <laughs> to never have smelt stinky hockey equipment is actually really quite sad. So that's going to change in the next few moments. Our good friends at the Pog, thepogstore.com, these Pogs, it's just this little rectangular box and it's an ozonator and it apparently will just suck all the stink out of everything. Now we've got four contestants here. We've got three hockey bags and one soccer bag and come on up here one at a time and just tell us about your bag. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's your name, first off? My, my name's Dustin. Is it your bag? It's my bag, and apparently I'm the only one who brought my own bag. Okay. Oh. That's right. okay. No, I hey. Had a good first impression, so I dressed up. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't look like a stinky guy, but but yet no, you are, right? Tonight, yeah. yeah, okay, because you're, you're, what, do you, what do you play, like beer league? Beer league, yeah. Yeah, yeah do you ever air it out? Your oh, equipment. No. No. Yeah, that's all the good luck out. Yeah, you exactly. Oh, so I'm smelling luck. <laughs> <laughs> I smell a lot of luck. Okay, now our, 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 next, <laughs> like that. our next contestant, you actually texted us and said you're embarrassed to bring it. It stinks so bad. Whose equipment is it? It's my stepson, Alex's hockey. How old is he? Uh, 22. Okay. So he, yeah, puberty's come and gone, but because right when they just start, like puberty just starts, that's when they stand, like it's a confusing smell. They're not, it's, you know what I'm saying? But well, why do I smell like this? <laughs> exactly. I've tried everything. Everything. Well, you know what? The Pog's going to do it if you win it. Okay. Now, up next is. I'm Caroline. Caroline, whose equipment? This is my uh, daughter's boyfriend. Okay. Boyfriend. Oh, nice. Yeah. How nice. old? Beerling, 22. Yeah. And, and this Ooh, is... A couple of 22-year-olds. Yes. Is this equipment at your house? Yes. Oh. oh so you've got him and his equipment? Exactly. That's bad Lucky luck. Lucky you. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But it really reeks and it yeah, dri- drives it you crazy? Oh, uh, yeah. It does. It's the gloves, I think, mostly. It is. Yeah, it's the leather gloves. I know. And the cup. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to smell that either. (laughs) All right. And our final contestant says his soccer stuff smells. It's Kyle. Yeah. Kyle, not my soccer stuff. It's actually my wife's. Oh. Whoa. But it stinks. But it's terrible. It is. Your wife smells? 
And she's 22 as well. Soccer stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Jack is going to go take a sniff of each of them, and we're going to actually announce the winner uh, after that. Jack's going to decide. Go ahead. Yeah. Right for now? For the very first time. Okay. She's going to go do that. We'll go from right to left here. So Dustin's up first. Yeah. We- Leave them zipped until because we don't want the, the smells commingling. Okay. We're going we're, we're, we're gonna to play a song, and we'll be back with the stinkiest bag in Edmonton. Hang on. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Long live the night. There's the Rick Laws kissing the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt and uh, some smelly people in the uh, room. It's not them. It's their it's their hockey equipment. You know, if you ever watch a hockey game and you see at the very beginning, sometimes the players put those things in their noses and go... Smelling salts. Yeah. They, they should actually just use the equipment, right, Jack? You're, her I, her eyes are watering. Like I, yeah. this is legit. This is the first time you've ever smelled stinky hockey equipment, and it's uh, it's ripe. Yeah. <laughs> Can you smell the sweetness to it? No, there's definitely no sweetness. There's a lot of sour, and I will never forget this smell. You'll never forget it. <laughs> and I've got a pretty strong stomach, and I have to use all my muscles <laughs> <laughs> to keep her down. All right, Pogstore.com. These pogs. This is really cool. It's a great Edmonton story. They, again, the inventors are right from uh, Sherwood Park, and these things are going worldwide now. But uh, more importantly, somebody's going to win one right now as we uh, identify the top. Three bags go from less stinky to stinkiest, the Edmonton smelliest bag. At okay. num- number three this morning. Number three, second runner up hmm. would have to be Dustin with his smell of luck. Okay. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> and no. he, he brought his own equipment in too. Yeah. And I give him credit. Okay. It was not that bad. It All right. was bad. But it was, not <laughs> it was not as bad. Okay. And okay. this is the surprise because the, the people at the pogstore.com actually said that they gave us three of these. So you're getting one too, yes, my friend. So plus the one. 100 Brothers tickets. All right. You need it. Okay. And number, uh, f- number one runner up. Yes. First runner up in second place would be the 22 year old stepson, Alex. Okay. <laughs> she was embarrassed to bring it. But it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the winner. It was not the worst. Pretty close. <laughs> okay. It was not the worst. And I put my face right in a glove. <laughs> okay. All right. And the okay. smelliest bag in Edmonton the goes to smelliest bag between the soccer player wife or the daughter's boyfriend that plays beer league <laughs> would have to be the twenty-two-year-old beer league player. <laughs> there it is. Yay! Congratulations to Carolyn. How bad was it? Oh, it was <laughs> so bad. That one was the worst. Yeah. So, so not only no not only does she, she have the boy she has the boyfriend at her house, but she's got the equipment too, and he must never air it out. No, must no. never. No. Yeah. Oh. Always it is true. Oh, extra right. <laughs> and Kyle, your wife does not stink. She's perfect. <laughs> Attaboy, Kyle. You just did this for brownie points. He, he just wanted confirmation. So, again, thanks to thepogstore.com. Yes. Uh, get these ozonators. The three uh, the three stinkiest are going to get them, and you get the Oiler tickets. You're using them. You're not giving them to him. No. Okay. Good job. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. Get your bags out of here. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.